Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, mujerones. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for our conversation today. I have Suani Garcia, and I cannot wait to tell you a little bit more about her, what she does, and how she is representing us Latinas. So please give a special welcome to Suani. Thank you so much for being here today. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you so much for having me, Sonia. I'm so excited to share my story and just talk to everybody um, a little bit more about me. So I was born in Cuba. I'm an immigrant and I was raised in Miami. And um, I decided when I was in high school that I wanted to go to college elsewhere. So I went to college in Massachusetts and I got um, an amazing education there. I was able to kind of, uh, that was where I realized where I, that I wanted to be a writer and work in writing. and. Um, Um, long story short, after college, I went into public relations and, um, and then I wrote a book called The New Latina, 100 Millennials Shaping Our World. Um, it, it was kind of like a project that I had done in school, which we can talk about later. And, um, and then I'm now I'm at, I'm the editor in chief at Me Too. So I oversee the, the digital strategy and I oversee the website. That's amazing. I think that is like my favorite thing to see is Latinas, um, you know, just really stepping into really important roles. And you've done a great job with Me Too. That I think that's one of the platforms that all Latina first generation are really connected to. And I feel like every time I see something, it's like very easy to identify with. So with your book, tell us a little bit more about what inspired you to write it. Yeah, so I, in college, I had created something similar. So I created a magazine as my thesis project to go alongside my thesis. And, um, and it was all about Latinas, like I had Latinas contribute. Um, and it was all about art, fashion and poetry. And so that was the magazine. And I, in my school, I was in a five college consortium, which meant that I was able to take classes um, and use the resources of the other five schools around me. So what I did was I sort of made like, I called other Latina students that were in the other schools to contribute to the, to the magazine and I translated that to Spanish. And so what I did with the book was something really similar, um, basically highlighting millennial Latinas. And I, I say it's the book that I needed when I was a little girl, because I feel like when I was a little girl, you know, I'm 30 now and, um, and we just didn't have the internet and social media like we do now. So when I was a little girl, my examples of Latin, successful Latinas were, everybody, were just, you know, Sofia Vergara, um, mm. Salma Hayek, Shakira, JLo, like, which is, you know, they're great examples, but it was basically just the people and the stars that we see on TV. But I didn't know that there was like, you know, there were other people doing amazing things like being entrepreneurs, um, going into STEM, um, you know, being an opera singer, really, really crazy things. And I didn't know, I guess I didn't see like 
my image reflected in those different careers. And so I really wanted to create a book that had all, you know, that had examples of millennial Latinas doing amazing things because I had always read books of like, you know, compilations of entrepreneurial women or creative women. And I always like have those coffee table books. And then I thought one day, I was like, there is no book that has, you know, all of our stories together in, you know, in a very like stylistic way where there are photos in it. And I and I really wanted to create that. So that's sort of how the idea came about. Wow, that's amazing. And I agree with you. I'm 31 and I feel like definitely Sofia Vergara, you know, uh, Shakira, those were the people that we looked up to growing up. And it, it would have been nice to see someone that maybe was, we can identify a little bit more with. With your research and interviewing all these amazing Latinas, what would you say was something that they all said they needed help with or something that was missing? Because I feel like a lot of times um, as Latina women, there are certain obstacles right when we are either building our big vision our businesses going on to higher education that we face what would you say was like a common thing that you saw oh that's a good question I'd say I think it was you know that what I heard them say a lot was that I didn't have like the instructions on how to do this there's no guidebook on how to start a business there's no guidebook on how to become you know this because of you know so many of them were immigrants or um, first gen and so I heard a lot of them kind of express that like you know there was no road there was nobody to tell me how to do it I just kind of figured it out and Another thing that they said was I was very stubborn with what I wanted. They were, they were like, I was, you know, plan A was my only plan. And that's how I got here. And that was really refreshing for me to see. And that was something that I just kept hearing um, in all of my interviews. Just, you know, I was, I just kind of made it happen. And I feel like that's so common with Latinas. Like we just kind of make things happen because we have no choice. Um, you know, we kind of have like that grit and like that, passion to like move forward and it's not to say that that's something that um that we shouldn't ask for help or anything like that but it's like that was the main theme with them and I feel like that's the main theme with so many of us too yeah absolutely and I love seeing like different communities even you know platforms such as me too that are sort of like a place where we can go to see that we're not alone And I feel like back in the day, that was really difficult to find. How do you think um, through your career of now being, you know, a chief executive editor, correct? Am I saying that right? Editor-in-chief. Editor-in-chief, I knew. <laughs> seeing that Same backwards. Um, how do you think now everything that you were able to see from these women translates into your job today? From the women in my book? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that it all kind of speaks to each other, right? So I like interviewed a lot of women, a lot of different um, celebrities and um, my uh, my PR job actually gave me a lot of the skills I needed to complete the book because I needed to learn how to reach out to people, learn how like where I could find emails, what, how to communicate with um, with you know, people that were representing celebrities um, and how to like kind of be a, an internet stalker, essentially <laughs> um, a glorified internet stalker. And so I'd say that that part of PR um, really helped me to kind of reach who I needed to reach. 
And then just with interviews, um, you know, we have a fierce brand, which is our, our women's vertical. And we feature a lot of women's stories on there. And, um, and we do a lot of like different partnerships. So with mm -hmm. that, it has really, I've been able to bring in a lot of the women that I've already interviewed into um, Me Too and to feature them and to spotlight them. Of course, we're always looking for new people, but that has um, sort of really helped me in my role now with the company. Yeah, I love that. And, and I love that you mentioned like what you did in the past really shaped the way that you moved when you were writing your book, because I feel like a lot of times, you know, those those jobs that we had that maybe at that moment we were like, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> are now like, I'm so glad I went through that because I learned so much and um, just helping yeah. you even in where you're at now. For sure. And I spent so much of I love PR and I felt like, you know, I, I love the career, but I spent so much of it being like, I want to be a writer. I want to work in editorial. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. I spent like years saying that to myself and I would do freelance writing too. And then when, when I wrote the book, so um, just for like a little bit of background, um, I, there was a time where, where the pandemic happened, where I was laid off from my PR job. And that's how I came to writing this book because I was just like, what's the next step for me? Like, what do I have to do? Um, and so I took this course by Gabby Bernstein. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, she's an author, um, but she has a bestsellers masterclass course online. And so I took the course and in the first module, she has like a really powerful visualization exercise. And so I had to visualize like the book coming to life, everything happening mm -hmm. the way that I wanted it. And it was just like really beautiful. And I also felt like really moved by it. And about a week and a half later, I met my publisher. Um, I wow. met him in person. Yeah. And I pitched him. Um, I told him, you know, I wanted to write a book. This is, this was my idea. He helped me fine tune it a bit. And like, he helped me say, you know, the, the millennial demographic would be best because that's how, how you identify and, you know, just kind of help me tune in the idea. And then, um, and then I sent him a formal pitch and then he said, okay, I like it. I'll publish it. And so it, it all happened like very serendipitously and very kind of seamlessly. And even through like the research process, like there was some, I, I had some idea of people that I wanted to feature, but also like looking for new people and just, you know, putting those calls on social media. Um, it was just all a really, really an enjoyable process. And it all kind of led me to where I am now. Um, and so, yeah, so I wanted to just give a little bit of, of background. Yeah, no, I love that because there's so much power in the moment that we like let go and go into, you know, things that have been in the back burner, you know, goals and, and dreams that we've always wanted to do. So I want to ask you, what aha moment did you have where you decided like, OK, it's it's time now, like it's time for me to really take my writing seriously um, you know, like that shift from PR into becoming a writer. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you are ready to get out of your own way, join the waitlist for Mujeron University. Mujeron University is our signature group coaching program that helps you gain the clarity you need to reach the next level in your life 
or business, master confidence so you can take massive action and build a community of people who just get you. The women inside our waitlist get access to our free masterclass and are the first to know when doors officially open for Mujeron University. All right, amigas, let's get back to the show. You know, I'd say just getting laid off was such a blessing for me because I I just was able to shift without really thinking about my cushion or my plan B because I didn't have one. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm just going to go like 100% in this and get this book published, like see how it goes. Um, and, you know, I was kind of forced into that moment. So I, I'm a very spiritual person. So I also think like when you, when is your time to do something like you'll be in that spot and in that area. And it's also helped me a lot with imposter syndrome, just like, you know, I, we were all given the opportunity to be where we are now. And, you know, I'm sure there there's women listening who are like executives, even my friend, and we were just talking about ex- imposter syndrome. Um, my friend recently got promoted and she was talking about it. And I'm just like, you know, like we have the experience. It feels odd because we're, we're a little bit young to be doing what we're doing, but, um, but not, not even, you know? Um, and, and it's something that I guess like my spiritual outlook on life has helped me see things a little bit differently and cope with, with all of that. Yeah. I, I think when I wanted to ask you that question, because a lot of times when we're in this moment of uncertainty, right. Through like getting laid off or for, for some people, it might be, you know, uh, having to, leave their partner or whatever it is that may seem uncertain. It's like sometimes the best things come out of that. And I love how that happened for you. And you've been able to now highlight such amazing women through your book. And now what you're doing, uh, it just like the moment you let go, it's like all these amazing things are waiting for you on the other side. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely how it goes. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's just going to keep happening, um, you know, throughout life. I feel like a lot of things you don't know, you can't control what they what happens in life, but you can control how you react to it and what you do with what happens to you. Um, you know, so as long as you kind of keep that keep that outlook, things will will turn out well, because I, I really do believe that um, the universe has our back and that we are, you know, guided and 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 our job is just to kind of sit down and listen to what's being said, like by, by the way things are moving. And, um, and that's something that, that I learned from, you know, from the pandemic and from past experiences too. I just like, don't want to forget to mention, there's not a lot of Latina authors. So like how powerful that you're paving the way for people who want to become Latina authors and just, seeing someone that looks like us and that grew up like us doing the thing. It's just amazing. So I just wanted to make sure I said congratulations for that. It's seriously something super amazing. So my next question, my next question kind of goes back to what you were saying, but if, you know, someone right now is like thinking about jumping on, Uh, writing a book, or they've been hesitant, maybe even dealing with imposter syndrome of like, who am I to write a book? What would you tell them to encourage them to just take that step? I would say there isn't a big difference between someone who has done it and you. Um, Mm -hmm. And especially in this day and age, Mm -hmm. like, 
you know, people are doing all kinds of amazing things, especially on social media. And I feel like we think that we need to have all of these, you know, accolades or have like years and years of experience to be able to do this. And sometimes like if you have a book in your heart and you want to publish it, even if you self-publish, even self-publishing is just like such a good experience. So I think like just do it, just get your first book out. If it's a success, that's amazing. If it's not, you tried and now you know exactly what to do. And, um, and I think it's just about, it's just about trying and even like trying and failing is also a lesson. So I think that that's something to keep in mind as well. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Where can we find your book? Oh, so the book is on booksbybrooklands.com and my, on my Instagram, Swanee and, um, basically anywhere I'm also on YouTube I'm on TikTok so anywhere that you know anywhere you are I am um, <laughs> and I can send you the the email link the website link as well perfect yeah we will definitely link all of that in the show notes thank you so much Swani for stopping by and sharing your special light talking to us a little bit more about yourself muchas gracias of course thank you for having me it's been great Thank you, Mujerones. Thank you so much for tuning in. There you have it. Make sure you support Suani, another fellow Latina who is doing big things. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the mujerón of your dreams.